Welcome to the Buff Show, AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando, Roku TV, download the Patriot Podcast app. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform, including Spotify and iTunes, and catch us all over social media. So many sites, so many great places to watch the show. It's going to be fun. And for more information for all of this, check out thebuffshow.com. Big, big show for you today, Rich Santos, Florida House candidates going to be here. Also, David Dwyer, Florida House candidates going to be here as well. Excellent conversations there. And Larry Clayman is here. Big news on Hunter Biden and what they're doing about bringing a case against Joe Biden at Judicial Watch. Going to be a big show for you. But right now, the liberal sheep are really upset. There's no more mass mandates on planes. This is why elections matter, right? Election integrity matters so we can have good elections, so we can get somebody like President Trump or maybe President DeSantis in. We're going to talk about that later. And get judges appointed, right? Good constitutional conservative judges. And we had one in Florida, in Tampa, say no more mass mandates because it's great filtration and you the government can't tell us what to do when it comes to the china flu no more messing around even though the air force is wanting to punish air force reservists for not getting vaccinated anywhere they can this government's trying to punish you for not wearing a mask punish you for not getting vaccinated but doing whatever the hell they want to when they're at their own parties their own get-togethers their own gatherings they do whatever they want but they want to tell you what to do and if it was up to them the cdc would be the lord your god the cdc would reign supreme over you well, we can't have that. Those unelect, unelected bureaucrats have have money from all kinds of donors. Everybody's coming in, special interest, and just putting their hand in their pocket and say, here, you say this, here's your five grand. No, thank you. Fauci needs to be arrested. Joe Biden needs to be brought up on charges for what's going on with his business dealings overseas, how much money he took in. The southern border is completely and unmitigatingly out of control. It's an unmitigated disaster. Record numbers coming in, and it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. We can't have this. We cannot last another three years. Something's got to happen now. Thank goodness Larry Clayman is on the show later to talk about what he's doing at Judicial Watch for this, a specific case, in-person case, too. No more hiding behind monitors. No more hiding behind Easter Bunny costumes if you're the greatest Karen in the world. That's right. Easter Bunny Gate. Bunny Gate. You've probably seen the video of Joe Biden muttering and mumbling around the Easter egg roll they had at the White House. And he's talking to some people and somebody asked him about Afghanistan. And here comes somebody dressed in an Easter bunny and ushers him away. In the first time in American history, the Easter bunny has they call Joe Biden the president, has ushered a president away. We don't recognize him as the duly elected president on the Buff Show, just to make that clear. But no Easter Bunny has ever ushered away a president, an Easter Bunny costume. And this person is, we call her Karen, the loudest, 
most obnoxious Karen in America. You ever seen the videos when the press is, sh- or when the when somebody's shouting down the press when they're trying to ask Joe Biden questions and they're yelling, "Thank you, that's all. Thank you, that's all. That's the girl who was in the bunny costume." And then she shows up to the press briefing. Who knows who's under here? No more bunny business. That's the line we worked on. Do you guys like it? No more bunny business, says the propaganda minister, Jen Psaki, when the bunny showed up. No more bunny business unless the bunny's out there to prevent Joe Biden from talking to the media. No! We can't have any bunny business here. Bunnygate 2022. Sadly, it is the lowest on the scandal list. It's the lowest on the scandal list. The way they usher Biden around, the way they create fake sets, they create this production and this illusion that this man's in charge. But you're not allowed to read children's books, Joe Biden, in front of kids. You're not allowed to talk to people on the gate where people are standing wanting to talk to you at the Easter roll. You're not letting you're not allowed to do that. Your job is to stand where we tell you to stand. Read what you tell you to read and say what we tell you to say, says Ron Klain, Susan Rice, and the rest of the bands, the band of socialists that are running this regime and putting this country into the toilet. You guys remember Whippet Gate, right? You must whip it. You must whip it good, is what Devo said. What was it? Okay, well, the Biden regime and Jen Psaki, the propaganda minister, accused the Texas Rangers and, and the Border Patrol of whipping migrants. It's like a bunch of slaves. That's the one time they got mad about something about the border, by the way. That's the one time that she got that they actually got mad about something because they thought they were whipping illegals. Turns out they were cleared of all charges, didn't do it, and instead of apology, they keep making excuses. You've been told that the mounted Border Patrol officers, the president accused of whipping migrants, have been notified they will not face criminal charges. So when is the president going to apologize to them? There is a process and an investigation that's gone through the Department of Homeland Security. I don't have any update on that. You don't have an update on that? How about, sorry, we smeared you. And basically cost you your jobs. That's a smear tactic that you guys did. A hit piece tweeting out, saying things. This is horrific. These guys need to be brought up on charges. They will pay, Biden said. They will pay. And you can't say, we were, my bad, my bad. We're just waiting for the investigation and we have no comment. These guys never apologize for every every day. They say something stupid, say something wrong, and lie to the American people. They get us into financial trouble. We're at a mess at the gas pump. They're doing everything they can to stop with the, the new leases, by the way, that a court said that leases should be allowed to drill on public lands. They're still trying to fight that against it. Don't pretend that the Biden regime overturned their policy about drilling on uh, government land and private lands. They They didn't. They didn't do anything. A court did that. When it comes to the higher gas prices, Joe Biden did that. But leases are opening up. We're trying to see how long that will take. We'll get to that in a second. But they don't apologize. So Ducey asks, well, what do you say? 
Do you apologize? The president said that they were whipping people, which would be a criminal offense, and they've been told they're not going to be criminally charged. And there was an investigation into that, and I'll let the Department of Homeland Security announce any conclusion of that investigation. You accuse these officers of brutal and inappropriate measures now that they've been told they will not be criminally charged. Will you apologize? And Peter, there was an investigation into their behavior. So that investigation is playing out. Whenever it's going to be announced, the Department of Homeland Security will announce that, and I'm sure we'll have a comment on it after that. Oh, really? So you're going to have a comment after that? After that, you're going to have a comment because you're going to apologize? Is that right? Do I hear that correctly? I highly doubt the big red machine propaganda minister is going to apologize. Nope. She's going to put in her notice, go over to MSNBC, and get back to bashing conservatives and call people stupid SOBs, stuff like that. That's what she's going to keep doing. All right, let's get back to the China flu. What questions do we have about this? It's a disappointing decision, and you say you continue to recommend that people wear masks. <laughs> they were talking about how it's a disappointing decision that the TSA could not uh, enforce mass mandates anymore. And did you see all the flights around the country? All the flights around the country, there was people with their cell phone. They had video of people ripping ripping into applause, going into applause. It was awesome. And then there was a couple people still wearing masks, and they look like the most miserable people you've ever seen. Unreal. So let's ask the prime uh, the propaganda minister about mass mandates and how they still want people to do it, except for them. Why is it that we can sit here in the White House briefing room with no masks, but people can't sit in an airplane cabin with no masks? Well, Peter, I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor that I'm aware of. If you're a doctor, I will. Old, sad, liberal argument. Well, I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. But there's plenty of doctors out there that say masks are pointless. Absolutely pointless. So keep playing your charade. I'm aware of that today, until today. Okay, not a doctor. Just making sure. I don't know. Um, Nor do you play nor does he play one on TV. There you go. Most days. Um, the sale of leases for drilling on yeah. public lands. Uh, I how told you we talk about leases for drilling. And, you know, by the way, she didn't she didn't even answer the question about the mask. You're, you're, are you a doctor? No. Am I a doctor? No. Basically, they want the CDC to run your lives. And depending on who this administration's in power, the CDC is completely different. Unbelievable. So How do you think it will take for these new leases to actually start producing? And, and what impact do you think this may have on, on gas prices? Well, let me first say that today's action, as you know, but for everybody, uh, was the result of a court injunction that we continue to appeal. And it's You hear that? It's a court injunction allowing drilling again. <laughs> that was Biden's first thing on day one. Some liberals said, here, sign here. And they killed the Keystone Pipeline, and they killed the drilling, and they killed it all, and gas prices shot through the roof because of that. It's not Putin's price hike, it's Biden's price hike. It's not in line with the president's policy, which not is in with our additional. That we, we don't see climate change as a hoax like normal thinking people do. Leasing. In terms of how long it will take to get up uh, drilling because of the court action, I don't have any assessment on that from here. Uh, I would just note that we are going to continue to uh, fight this uh, court injunction that is uh, forcing our hand and allowing this to... 
Yeah, so there you have it. What they're going to do is continue to fight this. So all you American companies that want to help us with lower gas prices by going out there and drilling, the White House guarantees, they promise you, they will fight you every step of the way. Get ready from the red tape. Get ready for the red tape from the Mayor Pete Buttigieg office and other offices. We'll be back on The Buff Show. Great guests coming up for you. Since 2012, Cellulartronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair, electronics repair, and computer repair. They fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. They also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up back covers are only $120. With one super convenient location, 31 South Charles Richard Beale Boulevard in DeBerry. Or call them at 386-516-6185. Visit at CellularTronics.com. CellularTronics. Since 2012, CellularTronics. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hours every day of the week and all day Sunday. $1 off drafts and house wines. $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Tonight, $7.99 burger and fries. Tomorrow, live music. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings, luncheons, and parties. Mention the Buff Show and get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com Welcome back to the Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us. We have the biggest election when it comes to midterms, probably in our lifetimes. Not just across the nation, but in our state houses. In our school boards, everywhere. This is the year of the parent. So we're going to be bringing you a lot of candidates as we move closer and closer to primaries and midterms. We're going to bring everybody we can on the show, even ones we disagree with. But we got a guy we don't disagree with. We like very much on the Buff Show. David Dwyer's on with us. David, welcome to the show. Great to have you. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you running in District 42 here for the State House in Florida. Talk about why you decided to do this. Well, I, I, last time I had been in politics, I helped out with the uh, Trump campaign down in Collier County in uh, 2016. And, um, but I hadn't been to a political event at all since until August, uh, I think it was August 2nd when I submitted my paperwork. Um, I'm just fed up, you know, I'm an angry Kicked off American just like everybody else, watching the news, seeing how the government is running our country and taking our rights and freedoms away. And I just decided to submit my paperwork. I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell anybody. I submitted it in and then people started finding out and I just started running. And I said, I'm just, and I know who Anna Eskamani is. She's the most radical left wing liberal in the Florida House. And then I know they want to move her to the squad to be the queen of the squad in the U.S. uh, Congress. And I want to end her career now because I don't want to see any more of that going through our country and we don't need it here in Florida. Yeah, we've had enough of that. And that's why I say it's the year of the parent. And when you say you got angry and see, and you watched what was going on, and that's why you decided to run, is the candidates we're looking for. We bring on a lot of experts on the show that say there's a difference between people that have political aspirations and then people that feel the need because they're angry and they have to make a change. There's a difference. And that's where we find you, David, and we appreciate that. And when you talk about this radical leftist, I mean, she's out there hating on what DeSantis did. Let's first talk about this issue here um, when it comes to the abortion bill. Weeks of pregnancy. This is a, uh, a time 
where these babies have beating hearts. They can move, they can taste, uh, they can see, they can feel pain, they can suck their thumbs. Among local groups supporting the governor is the Diocese of St. Petersburg. In a statement, they say today's bill signing marks significant progress towards full legal recognition of unborn children. Now, do you see this as a move that is a good start, good enough, or we still have more work to do? I think we still have an awful lot more work to do. I believe uh, um, life starts at conception. Um, I'm a pro-life candidate. Um, I think it's we're going to wait and see what the Supreme Court makes their final decision on to see how they allow for the states to make their own decisions. But it's a good start. Um, but I definitely think we need to move further along um, and, and bring it back to conception. Because when women say they have uh, their own choice over their bodies, they do. They have the choice to have sex or not have sex. Now, with the exception of rape and incest, they have a choice. They know just like a murderer when he pulls out a gun and goes to kill somebody, they're going to go to jail. If a woman decides she wants to have sex and she's sane and capable enough to make that decision, and with the exception of rape and incest, that individual knows that the, option, the, the repercussions of that is that they're going to probably have a child, right? So they have the choice over their own body. So when they're out there saying, my body, my choice, you have your choice. Either don't have sex or have sex. But don't tell me once you have a baby that's inside you that it's yours and you're right to kill. Yeah, we need to look at adoption too. But you're exactly right. My body, my choice applies to vaccine mandates, needles in arms. When it comes to that baby, exactly. when it comes to that baby, that's someone else. You don't have 20 fingers. <laughs> and Eskamani is such a hypocrite because we passed bills here to try to limit the vaccinations, uh, to restrict um, employers from putting uh, mandates on employers for vaccinations. And of course, she's she's not she's supporting against that. She doesn't want to put, she says, no, you have to be allowed to do that, right? So we can force the vaccinations on you as a human, but we can't tell you that you can't have an abort, you, that you're not allowed to um, abort your baby. So she's talking out of both sides of her mouth. You know, it's a typical Democrat. They want one thing over here, but they want one thing over here. But she also worked for Planned Parenthood for six years. That was her only job outside of college for UCF. So what do you expect from someone like this? She's got a gender studies degree. She worked for Planned Parenthood for six years. And then she was funded by George Soros. Yeah. Wait a second, David. A gender studies degree? You can get a whole degree for that? I, listen, I opened the Bible and I know the difference between a man and a woman, and that was free. So I don't know why you got to spend sixty or seventy thousand dollars to go to college for a degree in gender studies from UCF. No, oh, yeah, hey, listeners, check it out. There's man and woman, and then a bunch of crazies that make up a bunch of other stuff. They're insane, and they need mental help. There, seventy thousand dollars, right there, David. There's a degree in gender studies. And the best part about it is, is God and science can both agree that when you're born, you're either a male, male or female. You either have an XX chromosome or an XY chromosome. So science will agree with you and God agrees with you. So you can either flip, an op- flip open a Bible or flip open a science book and you're going to know the difference between a man and a woman. And we have a Supreme Court justice that can't answer that question. Yeah, well, she can. She just didn't want to. And that's even yeah, more exactly. troubling. <laughs> exactly. That's even more troubling. But um, when you look at an old biology book, for example, I mean, what is the left going to ban all the old biology books when it talks about the literal differences between men and women in the books? A biology book from even five years ago talk, doesn't talk about non-binary and crap like that. And now we have trans- transgender are calling themselves, identifying themselves as women, as men in sports. And, you know, here we have, we, we, the Florida House put a bill together to make sure we banned that. She, of course, voted no on that. So she wants to take away the dreams of all these young, young 
daughters of, of, of Floridians that have worked hard to reach their goals. And then here we have Ann Escamani saying, you know what? We'll let a man that's uh, six foot five come in and swim against you. And you've been working your, your entire life and take the gold medal away or take your award away. So how is that fair to our daughters? In no, it's not. And I don't watch women's sports, but I respect it. I want them. I got three boys, right? I got my hands full with lacrosse and football and baseball. But that being said, I respect the fact that there's a girl out there training hard every single night, every single week. And then she gets on the podium next to some guy that's six foot five. I mean, what is this? A South Park episode? <laughs> this it's is an ongoing joke. You know, and they, and they do it, and half the people are probably doing it just because they want the attention and to get on TV. But the reality is they're destroying our nation. They're destroying the moral foundation of our nation. You know, we are, we are founded on a Judeo-Christian Christian society. That's how our Constitution was written. And so whether you believe it or not, we are one nation under God. And that's just the way it is. So whether you like it or not, we have religious freedom, and I respect everybody else's freedom. But we do have a foundation that provides the American people, a moral compass to know the difference between right and wrong. And the problem with we, the Democrat progressive left is they don't want people to know the difference between right and wrong. They want them to be sheep and they want them to follow the lead. And it's all backed by bad money and bad actors like George Soros and some of the social media billionaires that are pumping the money in and they're voting and they're making these decisions like Anas Kamani. You can look for United for Progress on our donor list, Ruth, Ruth's list, Emily's list. There's so many progressive organizations funding her campaign. Because how else does a 28-year-old get elected with six years working in the private sector or um, non-for-profit sector for Planned Parenthood with a gender studies degree? I've been working for 33 years. I'm 45 years old. I started working at the age of 12 because I had to. Because my family my, went through a hard time and a divorce. My father lost his company and his job. And I had to go to work. I worked myself through high school. I paid for my own college. I went on to, uh, to be the youngest graduate of the State University of New York for the executive MBA program at the age of 22. I went on to Harvard, but you know what? In 2009, I went broke. I had to start all over again. And guess what? The American dream was alive and well for me. And I want to make sure that American dream is alive and well for our future generations of children to come for a lifetime. And if that's the only legacy I can leave behind by running for office, I want to play my part. Yeah, you got a great story of hard work, and that's what we need more of. Let's stick with children, because in the state house. Uh, once again, a good start was the parental rights bill by Governor DeSantis and our friends at Moms for Liberty really helped with that. The, um, and it was a great start. There's more to be done for our kids in Florida. Talk about, think about the worst fads you've ever seen, like parachute pants, the worst fads, uh, jeggings, right? <laughs> Rolling up our pants. What legs. about those um, giant clocks they used to wear in the 90s when I was in high school around their necks and the... Um, uh, let's see. I think that was back in the time of iced tea, but yeah, the, the Z Cavarici pants were pretty bad in my middle school. Those awful. are those big, awful. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah, the eighties were, were a time of creativity, but you know what? I, I really believe the music industry really started destroying the American culture when MTV came out. And that's when things started becoming nationalized and disruptive where Hollywood started taking over the minds of our children. Are you saying video killed the radio star? Oh, not video. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. Um. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> my, my point is, David, my point is fads that have been bad throughout history. The worst one we have right now is this fan, this fad of trans, yes. uh, gender studies and trans. This horrific fad that the media, that Disney, 
Um, all kinds of corporations, the George Soros funding you talked about, these politicians, they're pushing this weird thing on kids. We were watching Shark Tank, and there was a commercial with a bunch of parents and their trans kids. And I'm like, uh, first of all, I'm just trying to watch Shark Tank. I want to see this. I take a break from politics when I watch Shark Tank, and then I see that commercial. <laughs> and I'm like, you parents should be brought up on charges. Those kids should be re redirected into other homes. This is unreal, this Bad of trans and Governor right. DeSantis and you can work on this even more to get real education and parental rights back. And I believe there should be criminal charges put in place for teachers, administrators, and school boards that anybody that approves or knows about and allows this to happen in the classroom because what they're doing is they're sexualizing our children, especially in the age between K through six. Anybody that gets, there's nothing in the bill that says to terminate or, or press charges. It does allow them to sue under the prevailing party statute where it hurts the school district financially. But where's the termination for that teacher? Where's the termination for the administrator that put the curriculum together that allowed them to teach it or the state board of education? So there's also something in that bill that people don't know about. So I'd like to make sure it gets on your show. It says K through third, but it also says or age or age appropriate, which means that may be able to sue K through 12 for any material they feel is not age appropriate. So I'm sure that's going to play out in the courts. So I would pay attention, parents out there, anything K through 12, if you see something in 10th grade or 11th grade or 9th grade that you feel is not age appropriate for your kids, get a hold of an attorney. I'm getting a list together of attorneys right now that are going to be willing to make those prosecutions and test it with the courts because it is clear that it says K through third or age appropriate, which means that it doesn't limit it to K through third. That's my interpretation. And I'm not an attorney, but I think that the lawyers will have some fun with that. For our radio listeners, this is where we have to take a break. You want to catch this full interview on Roku TV, the Patriot Podcast Network, or our Rumble channel. All right? So for our radio listeners, we'll be right back after this. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. Welcome back to The Buff Show. Matt Buff here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. Great to have you rolling along with us. Check out thebuffshow.com for all show information and where you can follow the show. Extended interviews, right, on Rumble and Roku TV. So make sure you follow the video shows as well as 94.9 FM, AM 950, The Answer Orlando, and join the Answer Seekers Club. For real, there's great contests going on on there. Um, another great contest is who's going to lock up Hunter? Hunter Biden, what's going on with this guy? Let's go to Larry Clayman. He's author of It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America, and he's founder of Freedom Watch USA and Judicial Watch. Larry, great to have you on the Buff Show. Thank you, Matt. My honor. Well, no right. one's going to knock up. Nobody's going to knock up a Freudian slip with Hunter Biden. He's knocked many people up, frankly. But no one's going to lock him up in terms of the government. Okay, What's going to happen here? is that the special counsel in Delaware, the state of Joe Biden, 
is probably going to wind up in the end indicting him of one count of tax evasion. He'll plead out, he'll get probation, and he'll go home. That's the bottom line. The American people, as I write in my book, It Takes a Counter-Revolution, Wake Up America, need to take our legal system back just like our founding fathers did in 1776 when King George took it away from us back to the court of St. James. In 1992, Matt, the great late Justice Antonin Scalia wrote a majority opinion for the Supreme Court, United States versus Williams, where he held on behalf of all the justices that the grand jury belongs to the American people, not the three branches of government. So we at Freedom Watch have been conducting citizens' grand juries. And we're not bound by the law of man. Uh, in fact, in our Constitution, it talks about the law of nature and nature's God general law of God. We have indicted Joe Biden for massive bribery from communist China, from Russia and Ukraine before President Zelensky took over. He's trying to clean out the rat's nest, uh, you know, notwithstanding the Russian invasion. But we're going to be trying uh, the Bidens between May 10th and 12th. We're seeking a conviction for bribery, for treason, for what happened also in Afghanistan and the border, the southern border, what he's doing there. And we intend to ask for a life sentence. And I'm convinced we will get it. And when we get it, we're going to ask the police and the military to carry it out. This guy should be put away for bars, in uh, behind bars for the rest of his life, which, uh, you know, probably is not very long given his health. I mean, the guy looks like he's about ready to pass out at any moment. Yeah, can I get your thoughts on the Easter Bunny uh, leading Joe Biden around? There's some stories that we tell on this show that I never thought we would ever talk about. You know, I didn't see that. I saw it briefly this morning, but uh, was he hitting on the Easter Bunny? Is that what he was doing? Well, he, the sniffing he children the Easter egg rule. But yeah, now what happened was, and we'll do the play-by-play on this. It's kind of fun. But then I really want to get down into this case. What happened was a staffer, it's the ultimate Karen in the United States, the woman that's always screaming at the press, right, to not ask Biden questions, the, the shrill voice you always hear. That was her in the Easter Bunny costume. So somebody asked Joe Biden around the fence line there, talking to the people about Afghanistan. He starts mumbling some nonsense. And the staffer, Karen, in the Easter Bunny outfit, comes over there, stands in front of Joe Biden, and waves him away and leads him away from somebody asking questions. He mumbles around and stutters around in the field for a little bit, not sure where to go or what to do. But it, the first time in American history, somebody dressed up as an Easter bunny led the president or what Joe Biden's office is around the complex there so he wouldn't have to a- answer questions. It was a strategically placed Easter bunny, Larry. Well, I was going to say if it was Bill Clinton, we probably would have had a Playboy bunny there. But he's got the Easter bunny, nevertheless. But yeah, he's he's see, you've got Putin. We are caught between a rock and a hard place. We have. Vladimir Putin, who's the modern day Hitler, committing a Holocaust in Ukraine. Biden doesn't give them sufficient support. He just wants them to lose gracefully. He doesn't want to take any American casualties because that's bad for politics. And then you've got Biden, who's almost as dangerous as Putin, who's running this country into the ground, already has. He's destroyed it in less than a year and a half. And we got to get rid of the guy peacefully and legally. We cannot survive another three years. Now, the Republicans go on TV, they go on Fox all the time smiling. I don't know what they're smiling about other than the fact they think they're going to regain power in the House of Representatives and maybe 
the Senate. But even if they do, what have the Republicans ever done? They couldn't balance the budget. They didn't reform Obamacare in any major way. They didn't give us the clarion call of what was going to happen in Afghanistan and now Ukraine, although they were getting national security briefings from intelligence agencies. They're happy what went on. But even if they win in November, Biden has a veto for the next two years. And there's a filibuster in the Senate. So we can't survive another three years. So we must do whatever we can to get rid of the guy now, legally, nonviolently. But he yeah. is guilty of bribery. There's no doubt about it. And that's at a minimum. And then he sends a drone strike into Afghanistan because he wants to look tough after 13 GIs are killed because of his criminal negligence. And he kills 10 Afghan allies and seven of their young children. I filed a criminal complaint at the International Criminal Court. You can see it at freedomwatchusa.org. And they put him under their investigation of war crimes in Afghanistan. I got a, a letter which is confirming that. They won't do anything. But we need to do something. The American people need to do something. We need to get rid of them now. Well, let's jump into this because when people talk about Hunter Biden and you did tweet out about the um, ridiculous tax money being spent on this Hunter Biden investigation, we'll talk about that, too. But I want to play a clip for you from Joe Biden's sister. They have this nice narrative in the Biden family that they're going to just look out for themselves. But they go way beyond that by saying ridiculous stuff. I want you to check this out. This was on CNN Plus, right? CNN has no ratings, and then they create a streaming channel. So when conservative shows like us play these clips, they actually get more views than CNN Plus itself. <laughs> but uh, check out what she said, uh, Joe Biden's sister here. I think Hunter, I know that Hunter is a very bright young man. I know that he's a Yale Law School graduate. He was on several of the, the, the world. Wait, I might get this wrong. The, yeah. world, the board for world hunger or something close like that. Uh, no. And that he's been in, and he ran business, was involved in many businesses. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Hunter is a Biden. You can't he can't run. That's his name. And he is uh, he's a smart and capable and honorable and good young man. He's a smart, capable, honorable, good young man. They go way beyond. This poor woman must be taking the same drugs that Hunter took. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> she, she, she is. <clears throat> that's pathetic. And did CNN run that with a straight face? That's unbelievable. Chris Wallace was hosting the interview. So oh, that, makes sense. that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Communist News Network, CNN. But, you know, quite apart from that, we have a massive amount of evidence from the laptop. Miranda Devine's going to testify in our trial. We've got the work of Peter Schweitzer, who detailed what went on. We've got Tony Bobolinsky, who gave an interview to Tucker Carlson when Carlson was still doing some stuff that made sense. And he admitted that Joe Biden was getting 10 percent of the cut. How do you think, Matt, someone 47 years in Congress could become a multimillionaire? And here's here's the sad truth, too, is that Biden is the master criminal. He perhaps will even exceed the Clintons, the Bonnie and Clyde of American politics in that regard. But this is common in Washington, and the Republicans do it too. Mitch McConnell trades off his wife's connections with the Chinese Politburo's, become a millionaire as a senator, you know, nearly his whole life. That's what they do. And that's why I'm wearing this hat, see, on July 5th, 
and sixth of last year, we had a third Continental Congress in Philadelphia, and we are in the process of declaring independence with delegates from states, and we're going to form a new government, not a new nation. We need a new government. We need new leaders. We need judges who are uh, not put in place with political campaign contributions and other bribes, but are elected. We need cabinet officials that are elected. And there are a lot of good people out there, but they're not in the current government and we'll find them. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Governor Ron DeSantis will join us. Uh, he's not truly a Republican because he's actually got guts and actually does something. And I, so far, I'm very impressed with Ron DeSantis from my home state. Yes, he is. We've been talking about Florida sovereignty on this show because we don't like paying for New York and California's liberal agendas. We don't. And yet we're doing that with these big bills that they're passing for the last two years. The spending and spending and spending is just ridiculous. And we're following the rabbit hole on where some of this money goes with this COVID cash. And it is disturbing, Larry. And where do they spend the money? Okay. You know, we've yeah. got a Holocaust going on in Ukraine. Okay, I'm I'm half Ukrainian. I never had such great pride before of being Ukrainian. I'm I'm a Jewish Christian. Okay, my parents fled Ukraine. My grandparents fled Ukraine as little children. Uh, my grandfather, great grandfather, got them out uh, because of the anti-Semitism. Today, there's a Jewish president there. This guy's the leader of the world. And what do we have here? We've got a brain-dead clown, a yeah. moron, who didn't support. Ukraine still not giving them adequate weaponry when we leave 80 billion dollars of weaponry in Afghanistan and we're giving them 1 billion to fight the Russians you know it's it's going to spread it's going to go to eastern europe it's going to go to western europe it will go here it will go to taiwan there's now uh, mayhem in jerusalem israel because the muslims you know see how weak we are so now they're killing jews in the streets of, of jerusalem again this is what's going on and others this guy can't remain as president. He cannot. And what do we have from Republicans? You've got Kevin McCarthy yesterday who says, well, if Biden had fully armed them, we wouldn't have a Russian invasion. Well, where were you, Kevin McCarthy, at the time? What did you say? What have the Republicans done? They like what's going on because they think that will get them power and more money. And last point, Matt, you know, I supported President Trump and I was in effect his law firm and he did good things. But I'm getting now 16 to 20 emails a day from his people asking for money. It's obscene. The American people need their own money. Now, I don't endorse anybody as the head of Freedom Watch. I can personally. But I'll tell you something. <clears throat> I hope that DeSantis is the one who runs for president in 2024. We need somebody who talks, who, just, who, who acts, who doesn't just talk and offend people. And right now, this guy seems to be for real. And we hope that he will continue to be. I'm starting a new political party, separate organization, New American Independence Party. We need more political parties. And, you know, if he if he proves himself out to be in the next few years, I'd be inclined to recommend that we endorse him for president. Absolutely. On this track, we would have to do that. And it's looking more and more like that's the way to do it. Larry Klayman, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Good luck with the case against Biden. We'll get you back to see how that's going. It's got to be done. Thank you so much. And everybody check out freedomwatchusa.org. Thank you, Matt.
Okay, sounds good. We'll be back on the Buff Show. You guys stay with us. A boring website can make your company look really bad. (laughs) Poor rankings on Google, Yahoo, and Bing means your company does not exist to thousands of monthly searchers. I'm not even on the front page. Come out of hiding with JJC Marketing Solutions and get found to more and more new customers every day. At JJC Marketing Solutions, they offer state-of-the-art website creation, Google SEO, PPC campaigns, and social media marketing that makes your companies stand out. No need to go with those national companies that only care about you on the first call. JJC Marketing is located right here in Sanford, and the goal is to help businesses like yours succeed. Get better results. Call 321-765-7710 or visit them at jjcmarketingsolutions.com. I'm somebody now! JJC Marketing Solutions. Welcome back to the Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us on this Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Can you believe it? Next time we talk, it'll be Wednesday. And in just a few months, it's going to be election season where you're going to go to the ballot. We're going to make sure your vote counts with election integrity. And you're going to pick a new Congress for the country and for Florida. And we said earlier in the segment when we were talking in the show, when we were talking to David Dwyer, a candidate for the Florida house, that we are going to be talking to more candidates. The buff show doesn't lie to you. We are joined by Florida house candidate in the Florida house 36 race, Rich Santos. Great to have you, Rich. Hey man. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Uh, love the show. Love, love hearing, hearing your insights. Oh, well, I appreciate that. No pressure for the interview then, right? Exactly. No, not at all. <laughs> well, you're you're up against uh, a tough primary challenge and an opponent. Talk about your race and why you got in again. I am. You know, um, I'm running against uh, Rachel Plakin. Uh, her husband, Scott, has served, you know, six terms in the House. And, you know, it's time for a, a new name and a fresh face in Tallahassee. The ideas that I'm bringing to the table – there are ideas that, you know, real people like you and me can get behind. I've served 32 years in the military and in law enforcement. And, you know, constitutional freedom is something that I hold dear to me. You know, people talk about constitutional freedom, but, you know, you know, I've lived it and I've defended it. And the Constitution is so sacred to me. You know, that's the document that we need to be living by. The last few years, we've seen governments just take liberties from us that, they simply aren't allowed to do, but we sit back and let it happen. And to me, that's because of the culture in Tallahassee. That's what an establishment culture gets you. Uh, it's just time. It's time for something new. It's time for change when it comes to the politicians we put in office too. We need real conservative leadership, not rhino stuff like Kevin McCarthy and and those guys. We need younger in mind conservative leadership, somebody who respects the Constitution. I don't care what age you are, but you can't act like some old twit that's a rhino. We can't have the John McCain's anymore. And in our Florida legislation, we've got the Republicans fighting with alongside Democrats. Yeah, we have a governor who is absolutely phenomenal. He's killing it, Rich. He he stands for conservative principles, you know, he stands for conservative values, constitutional values. And did you know that six? we have a 65% majority in the Florida House of Representatives, Republican, and a 60% majority in the Senate? Now, you tell me we have a strong Republican governor 
and majorities in both houses. Why are we not getting constitutional issues passed? Why are we still talking about constitutional carry? To me, it's very simple. The Constitution has a, a very specific list of things that the government can do. Everything else, we've just given them the right to do. And that's the sad part. You re really do need to, sta to stand up, you know, one, against the federal government, and two, for our own rights as Floridians. Because if you think about it, what makes Texas and Florida different than California and New York? We all have the same federal constitution, right? It, it me the difference is we have a governor who's willing to let people live lives according to the way they want to live them, free from government interference. Yes, we want to do that. And that goes to some of the breaking news that happened just today. And this goes to the importance of judges. One thing McConnell did well and the Senate did well under Trump is move judges fast. And we had a Florida judge in Tampa overturn the ridiculous mask mandate on planes, which was very, very cool. Yeah. And while the crowd keeps going, because a lot of people are very excited, this should have happened a very long time ago, right, people? Yeah, they agree, Rick. I agree, but this should have happened a long time ago. Yeah, you know, conservative judges who are constitutional purists are great, but it shouldn't even get to that level. We should not be legislating no. a single word that is contrary to the Constitution. What, what the government can do and the protections that the government can afford us, they're plainly written down. We shouldn't need a judge to interpret it for us. Well, look at what happened when Florida opened up and it should have never closed. But when it opened up a long time ago, two years ago <laughs> at this point, and our kids were fine in schools. We got the masks off the kids. A lot of parents that we talked to on the show worked to make that happen. A lot of people made that happen. And the governor made that happen. Governor DeSantis had to put his foot down with some of these lunatics out there. But when it when you look at all these numbers that everybody said would be a problem, they called him Death Santas. Turns out living in freedom, Rich, is not only a good thing, but it keeps you healthier. Yeah, you know, the, 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 thing, the, the saddest part about all of the COVID statistics are that at least 30% of businesses that were shut down never came back. They never did. I can think of some just down the street, places that I used to like to go. They never came back. And they're worried about reparations for people that were never slaves. They're about restitution for school board members and liberal teachers who don't want to show up to the classroom, but they don't care about the businesses that close. And I put that on Trump too. He went along with Fauci's recommendations, even way six months after we knew that this thing wasn't as bad to most people. It was a problem with the unhealthy, just like everything else is. Yeah. But there's no rep repercussions. There's no rep restitution for the businesses that are gone forever. And it's a huge percentage. No, you're absolutely right. And I think one thing we learned from all of this is the CDC and regulatory bodies, they don't have lawmaking or legislative authority. That rests with 120 representatives in the Florida House of Representatives and 40 senators and a governor. It doesn't rest with the EPA or the FCC or 
whatever alphabet organization we've got, we, we live in a constitutional republic where we send people to vote on our behalf and to represent us. And I don't remember electing anyone to the CDC. No, we didn't. But even though Fauci is the highest paid official like ever, we don't we didn't elect the CDC guys. And I was watching MSNBC this morning. It's not to torture myself. It's for show prep. And I, I wish I had time to get the clip for you because it just happened today. But, you know, it was just remarkable. And it, a lot of people didn't recognize it. But they had a doctor on talking about the lifting of the mask mandate. And, you know, MSNBC caters to the those are the those are the viewers of MSNBC. But um, Joe Scarborough was talking about, you know, how the he was happy the mask mandate lift was lifted. And one of the doctors said, well, I just wish it was the CDC that did it. Just the CDC that tells us because we live our lives by the CDC. We're controlled by the CDC. And Mika was like, yes, it should have been the CDC, not some judge. Should have been the CDC because my kids are not taking off that mask. No way. They're not. So two future scaredy cat liberals being raised in that family, but they want the CDC to run our lives and none of them are elected. No, absolutely. Yeah. None of, none of them are elected, but the power we hold as citizens in this Republic is the power to vote and the power to become educated. I heard on the radio this morning, a guy say, Oh, I commend the president for trying to keep us safe. Well, you know what? The only thing I want the president to keep us safe is from his foreign invaders. You know, he's not doing that. I don't need him making decisions in my day, daily life. That's the beauty of this country. You know, we're free to live, work, and worship in freedom, safety, and security, free from government overreach. That is the only thing that government should be doing. That is it. And he's not keeping us safe, Rich. We have this yeah. massive invasion at the border. And every time he gets his paws involved in foreign entities, American soldiers die. I mean, he's just, he's destroying this country. I don't know if we can last three years. You guys are going to maybe have to move up your election. <laughs> you know what? I believe in the resilience of the American people. I believe that there's some good people out there who are just going to step up and do the right thing. I and believe one of them. I, I appreciate it. I believe that it just takes one person to step out and educate people and tell them the truth and get them to understand the truth. Because, you know, conservative values, they don't know party lines, because if you live in the numbered streets of the hood or in a gated community, you want to live, work and worship in freedom, safety and security free from government overreach. See, I have this crazy idea that Matt Buff and his wife know better for their family than some guy in Tallahassee. I agree with that. I agree. Give your website and everything so people can contact you. All right. It's uh, VoteRichSantos.org or type in VoteRichSantos on Facebook. We'll, we'll come right up. Okay. We need to get you on Twitter, man. I, we're we're, right. we're going to take Twitter back. All right. Yeah. Yeah. If they take Elon's offer. Yeah, if they can take you. And then that's sad. We got to have somebody come in there just to save free speech in this country. It's remarkable, Rich. Everybody well, check. Yeah, go ahead. Last point to you. 20 seconds. Yeah. You know, nobody lost their minds when they shut down the president and they shut down a bunch of other people. They're afraid of the truth. And when someone wants to let the truth be known, that scares people. 
It certainly does. And they cry and fight and throw temper tantrums just to make it happen. Because what are they? God bless you, Rich Santos. Thanks for joining <laughs> us on the show. <laughs> All right. We'll be we'll see you next time on the Buff Show. You guys stay smart out there.